I ran out of time on that last session. Uh, and I've discovered that there is a time limit on these sessions of five minutes. Now, if I'm interviewing someone, there is a limit of, I think you can go on for like four hours. Um, so if anyone wants to chat with me about philosophy, then we'd have four hours, but only five minutes, which means I'm going to have to really focus and like grind down into what I want to say, which, you know, I think is a good limit. It's kind of like Twitter, right? You have to, you're not blogging, you're microblogging. This is micro podcasting. So onwards, um, today I want to talk about an article that I tweeted out. Um, and it appeared in Boom, California, an online magazine, and it is an interview uh, with Simon Wade by Heather Dundas about the time that Simon Wade and his partner, musician Michael something something, Michael, oh, Michael Stoneman, yes, the time that he they took Michael Foucault out into the desert, into Death Valley, and dropped LSD. And it is quite a fascinating story. And one of the things that Simon Wade says is that um, Foucault had just published, or had written and just published, I believe, yes, The History of Sexuality, Volume 1. And he had outlined, it was a three-part series, and he had outlined Volumes 2 and 3. And after he got back from this trip, he, um, after he got back from this trip, he scrapped, uh, according to Simon Wade, he scrapped the, the work that he had done on volumes two and three and started over. So it, the, I guess the, the, what's being implied is that his trip transformed his thinking and that he could no longer continue in the train of thought that he had started in the history of uh, sexuality. And a lot of people have wondered about what happened with that project because he did quite veer veer away from the what seemed to be the original project so this article is published um, under creative commons so i am able to actually read parts of it uh, to you all and i refer you to the original article online which i just tweeted out today so let's see um one of the fascinating things about hearing about this trip from Simon Wade was that his intentions for inviting Foucault out to the desert to drop LSD. And apparently Foucault was, uh, had to be convinced, which implies that he was not necessarily gung-ho about it. So he was convinced to go out into the desert. Why the desert? Well, apparently they had gone out to, uh, had some good trips. Uh, out to various desert-like locations, including Death Valley, but also Joshua Tree and uh, a couple other locations. And uh, these had been good trips, so they decided to go out into the desert and listen to music uh, and drop LSD. And Wade's motivation was to that he was hoping that Foucault would realize that, well, he says, he was performing an experiment. He wanted to see how one of the greatest minds of the 20th century, mainly Foucault, would be affected or would uh, react to being given a quote-unquote suitable dose of clinical LSD in a desert setting of great magnificence, end quote. And he was hoping to get Foucault to see that there are other types of knowledge uh, than science and to open 
his mind to, I guess, other possibilities. Foucault had published The Order of Things in French in 1966, and um, since then had really been examining the way in which, since the Enlightenment, what it means to be human and what human knowledge is had been defined in a very particular way. So Foucault had been inside of that set of assumptions, that house, exploring that house. And Simon Wade wanted him to come out and play and see what was outside of that, uh, that parameter. So I'm going to read you a little bit from, from this interview. Um, Wade's, and I'll continue in the next segment. So what happens at the very end is you get this little beeping noise. You all can't hear it, but I hear it. <laughs> so I ran out of time, but it actually was a very, very good place to stop because I was about to start reading the article. So Wade says it was 1975, of course, and The Order of Things had been published for nearly a decade. The Order of Things treats man's finitude, his inevitable death, as well as the death of humanity arguing that the whole humanism of the Renaissance is no longer viable, to the point of saying that the face of man has been affected. <laughs> to the point of saying that the face of man had been effaced. Pardon me. So Boom, who was interviewing Wade, says, There is this famous passage at the end of Order of Things, postulating a world without a p the power structures of the Enlightenment. And she quotes, If those arrangements were to disappear, then one can certainly wager that man would be erased, like a face drawn in sand at the edge of the sea, end quote. And that very is a very nice sort of illustration of this idea of man's face having been a face. So Boom is very good about pulling the textual metaphor that I think Wade is probably thinking about. So this idea that the Enlightenment is what defined what human nature was, and that had that never taken place, whatever it is that we would have become, it would not have been what we are. Um, and that that version of who we are is coming to an end. That kind of historical perspective that Foucault was trying to bring to us. For Wade, it sounds like it was a bit depressing. You know, some people find the existential uh, approach towards death, uh, sort of the orientation of life vis-a-vis uh, -vis death, to be a very depressing thing. And for some people, it's like the most optimistic discovery ever. I think Foucault probably felt very freed by this, uh, as many people who have studied phenomenology and, and existentialism. Um, but for Wade, it was not such uh, such a um, such a discovery. So, anyways, I will continue with the with the interview. Wade says, I thought if I give Foucault clinical LSD, I'm sure he will realize that he is premature in obliterating our humanity and the mind as we know it, because he'll see that there are forms of knowledge other than science, and because and because of the theme of death in his thinking at this point, the tremendous emphasis of finitude, finitude, finitude reduces our hope. And Boom responds, so you took Foucault to Death Valley for a kind of rebirth, in a sense. 
And Wade says, exactly. It was a transcendental experience for Foucault. He wrote to us a few months later that it was the greatest experience of his life and that it profoundly changed his life and his work. So what I find really interesting about this is that Wade has a very particular story about what that trip was and what it meant and what he was trying to do. Um, and the, the irony of how taking Foucault to a place called Death Valley in order to disabuse him of his orientation towards finitude, his philosophical orientation, I mean, philosophy, it has been said, is training towards death, right? It's a, it's a training to die. And um, the orientation of the philosopher towards finitude and towards death, um, uh, of anyone who's read Heidegger and being towards death, that orientation, I think, is um, it's just so ingrained in a particular kind of philosopher, and Wade is really struggling with this and trying to uh, trying to convince Foucault to uh, to change. So this is what he says that uh, this is uh, what Boom says after that. At the time of his trip, Foucault had just published the first volume of his projected six-volume work, The History of Sexuality, and it's six volumes, but published in three uh, uh, three parts. He also published an outline of the rest of the work and apparently already had finished writing several volumes of it. So when did the post-Death Valley change become evident in his work? And Wade says, immediately. He wrote to us that he had thrown volumes two and three of the history of sexuality into the fire and that he had to start all over again. Whether that was just a way of speaking, I don't know, but he did destroy at least some version of them. And I'm getting beeped. I will continue. Next. Whether that was just a way of speaking, Wade says, I don't know. But he did destroy at least some version of them and then wrote them again before his premature death in 1984. The titles of the last two books are emblematic of the impact of his experience, uh, of the imp are emblematic of the impact this experience had on him. The Uses of Pleasure and the Care of the Self. Those are the titles of the two last volumes in the History of Sexuality. With no mention of finitude. Everything after this experience in 1975 is the new Foucault, Neo-Foucault. Suddenly, he was making statements that shocked the French intelligentsia. And he goes on to say a little bit more about that. But what I think is interesting is um, this turn that Foucault made uh, during the History of Sexuality project towards uh, the ideas of, um, uh, of the care of the self and the cultivation of a capacity for pleasure. Those things that were part of his study of Hellenistic philosophy. It's a very, a very interesting discovery to make at, in this period of his life. Now, Wade attributes it to the transformation that he underwent during this trip. Um, there are other possible kind of uh, explanations for this. But in any case, it, it's one of the saddest things for me in, in reading Foucault, because I think that he arrived at this in this incredible place after having traversed the history of um, the history of philosophy, but also the history of the Enlightenment and, and seeing himself on the precipice of that a project. And on the other side of that was this amazing understanding of the capacity of, of the human 
for uh, the cultivation of a radical new vision. And uh, he died in 1984, so nine short years after this, he passed away when he was probably in the middle of some of the most important work that is still left to be done. So um, chop chop, we have to get to it. I think that's all that I want to say about this article. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed kind of being brought back to to this episode and to this um, the story of Death Valley, and I hope you all enjoyed it as well. I don't know what I'll be up to tomorrow, so check back in to find out. Ciao, ciao.